let me know. Yeah, all right, all right. I'm glad we made this far, Chris. I hope we ever made it this far. <laughs> Seriously. Luke is the only reason we made it this far, clearly. Alright, so I'm a terrible host. I'm gonna be leaning on you to, like, back me up a lot. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, Chris. You gotta keep that microphone a little closer to your face. Yeah. What, like? Not, like right there, yeah. Like, oh. not In your mouth, but, oh. like, you know, close to it. Okay, okay. That's where I like it anyway. Like, for the intro, I'm just gonna come in, like, Welcome back to Entropy Radio. You're listening to episode two of the re-re-release. Yeah, that works for me, man. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm your host for the meantime, Glenn Doggy Dog. Here with my co-host, Corn Doggy Dog. What's up? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> oh, is it dry run? Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me I'm going to have to change my pants. Right? <laughs> 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 oh man so glad we're doing this show again heavy heavy law in the building are we are we Ooh. live oh, we've, been, we've been live for like two minutes oh shit okay <laughs> okay we're definitely leaving that in the cut well welcome back Ooh. to the entropy radio show this is episode two of the re-re-release and uh, we have special guests, Heavy Load and Sammy G, Sherm Stick in the building. What's up? How you doing? What's going on? And I'm here with my co-host, Corn Doggy Dog. What's going on? And there's a, we kind of, I think I have a topic before we even farther than this and kind of give it out to a dead guy. Mm. Here on HP Radio Show, we're sad to say that Luke D is no longer with us. Oh, I thought you were talking about Bob Saget. <laughs> I was like, damn, rip. <laughs> May as well be, man. Damn, straight into the pedophile jokes. <laughs> no, but seriously, Luke D, out tonight. Just a travesty. What are we going to do without him? Um, A show. Like we, we know the show goes on. Mm-hmm. There's no uh, There's no rescheduling. These guests come in, they, they take their time. You guys don't need him. You don't need him. Well, that's up to the except for, except for when you send it over to him and he does all the mixing and fucking everything else. Hey, <laughs> I have to say this. With Luke D being dead now, we will never find another editor as good as him for the price we paid for him. <laughs> We're paying him? No, you idiot. <laughs> hey, he probably gets uh, money from the, from the streams on Apple. Like, you know, a fourth of a cent every play. Or if there's any guy trying to beat the system like that, it's Luke D, let's be honest. Hey, if there's any guy who's going to figure out a way for us to make quarters of cents on the dollar. Speaking of which, Chris, you never accepted my splits. Neither did you, Heavy. What? On DistroKid. Oh, shit, word. Yeah. Wait, you mean I'm not making sixtieths of a cent right now? <laughs> you should check that out later. Uh, yeah, I fucking, I credited you guys, so. Oh, shit. Oh, tight, tight. Yeah, and I looked at your profile and it, on Spotify, and it like shows up on the bottom that you're on like a fire, and I think that's so sick. I'm on a what? On your profile, fucking if you scroll down past your songs, it yeah. shows like appears on, and it shows like on tour and like a fire. Oh shit! Yeah. I know. 
Damn. I know. I love Spotify. Hell That's yeah. cool. We're making it so somewhere ever, in the world. If I ever actually make a, a profile, kid, yeah. like, it'll show up that I'm on I think you can your... make a Spotify for artists without having a distro kid, but, like, it's way easier to get a distro kid. Yeah. But for, for, for Chris's sake, can you make a distro kid for a guy who just features on other Google songs? No. Absolutely not. Nah, because then you'd have to, like, re-upload it and all that shit. Oh. Well, you you're kind of screwed in there, Chris. No, he just needs to fucking search for himself on, on Spotify for artists and then make his profile and then it'll work. Yep. Too much work. I'm going to continue to make my living as an unknown feature rapper. Because if you click on Clan, it just brings you back. For absolutely to zero money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what else is new? I basically do my regular job for zero money. Hey, man, I'm going to come up like six or 50 bucks like as soon as these uh, like fire streams come in. True, true. Yeah, so. Hey, man. Shit, I listened to at least 42 of them. I want I want a quarter. You have your pay. Like, if you just accept it. Yeah, I'm, oh, just, okay. just, I'm just selling <laughs> dick pics in the meantime to make my money. So. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised how many bitches ask for belly pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that button. <laughs> Yo, lift up your stomach. <laughs> Alright. It's weird, but okay. Hey, there's something for everybody out there. There's a kink, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just wish I wasn't the fucking kink. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we have to be kinks, though. You know, us as big men, we have, that's the only way we make any money is on the kink, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, true, true, true. Right? You can't, like, they're like, hey, we want some rock-hard bodies here. I'm like, well, you're not getting a rock-hard body or a rock-hard dick, so, like... Yeah, you know, like... You, get what you, you can't for, speak down on bitches that like fat dudes, because right? you guys are fat. Well, not only that, too, but I was like... <laughs> But, but we can, though. I speak down on other fat people. Like, yeah. Like, do you know how much it hurts a skinny person when a fat person tells them, like, dude, fat ass. I'm not fucking fat. And then they go home and cry later because they're like, I'm fucking fat. Why is this morphia? Yeah, you know. Yeah. See, I accepted a long time ago that uh, my stretch marks are never going away. And uh, so I... Just have hated myself for a long time. I've been told I look like a raccoon with my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen you with your shirt off numerous times in my life. I mean, numerous. Right. And I've never once thought this guy looks like a raccoon. <laughs> Not once. Zebra, maybe. Raccoon, never. <laughs> <laughs> Zebra. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> like, as soon as you take your shirt off at the end of the day, just like digging through the trash. <laughs> nah, no, it's just because of you know my fucking tummy and my fucking uh, eye circles. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> like I fucking identify with it. Sure, <laughs> they're scavengers just like me. Huh? Little fiends. <laughs> it's a little fiends. Little, sh- little sherm sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine a bunch of little sherms running around, man? Eventually, yeah, that's what, what I want. That's what you should call your followers, raccoons. Yeah. The raccoons of Shermtown. Ooh. Sherm Village. <laughs> there's the Sherm Squad. There's so much room for, like, Sherming. <laughs> <laughs> everything I do now, everything I label now has Sherm on it. Like, uh, Sherm Picks. Fucking, uh... The Sherm Car? The Sherm Sticks. Or Sherm Stickers, I mean. Is that's, your, that's is your girlfriend ever branded... Does that make Kristen the Sherm wife? 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like a fish wife, but... <laughs> Sherm wife. Sherm wife, you know? <laughs> Sherm <laughs> life. We, you know, as, uh, as much as I hate to admit it, I think we're all living the Sherm life out here. I... I don't know if I'm living it. I always try to. I'm. I'm trying to always get to that point of being sure, sure, fantastic in my life. I live you guys don't sure. want. You guys don't want it. <laughs> it the sure, I'm suffering. The, the sure, <laughs> you don't choose the sure life. The sure life chooses you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's cool because you know if they ever run out of any sherm stick, I got some peace, love, and heaviness for them. So <laughs> I also work plays my name. <laughs> this, can't, this can't get any better than it already is <laughs> you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen we've got both the sherm and the peace love and heaviness <laughs> uh, should we play a single should we play I've, I find it apt that we could play a song off of sherm Sammy G's new album that has three out of the four people in the room on it right I'll give you a guess into who the odd man out is. Damn, heavy. I'll give you a hint. It's me. Oh, I thought it was heavy. Fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, heavy's on this track? Let me just fast forward. (laughs) What? Heavy's rapping? Ew, gross. (laughs) I'm gonna go grab a tray real quick. Yeah, alright, so. While Sammy G's grabbing a tray, we might as well do the sound. Yeah. Right now, we're about to play a single, Come Through, off of Sherm, Stig, Lake of Fire. This is uh, Sherm, Heavy Log, and your boy, Clint. So we go do it like this. Ice in my veins, I got ice on my wrist. Never gave a fuck, I just be chillin' with the click. Sherm stick the ghost sproutin' horns out my dick. I'm always holding a blunt to my lips. I'm always quick with the lyrical quips. I'm fucking powerful, quick with my fist. If you step to me wrong, I won't be hesitant. So fuck with me, I'm rapidly attacking me with mass speed. So pass the street right back to me. I promise to burn down the beat and actually be stacking cheese. I'm rapping with foam in my teeth from all the germ and ketamine. You hydrate, I'm Hercules. Never run all my ears when I dream, I could actually rap like a monster. Steadily stacking the paper up and fucking gobbling all the pasta. You always claim to be real in your rest for reality, you an imposter. I'm the epitome of fucking sickly vision, the drug of the monster. Bitch, come through. Bitch, 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 come through. Bitch, bitch, come through. Bitch, 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 come through. Clip back on a fucking track. They wanna listen. Yeah, the man's getting ugly mad. Girlfriend is grinning. Wanna pass a bitch in this camp? I should've did it. But my ass was probably smoking grass up in the kitchen. Thinking about how I'ma text a little chick with the thickness. Ain't just wishing. I know she with it. Said this dick is exquisite. She said, Father Chris, he got the dick and he hit it in them different positions. When we finish, I can't care if she existed. Damn, after that, it's back to business. Grab the blammer, hammer, grip it back to master. Bad intentions after that. Lavish leaving, second catching activations. That's that pimping. Yeah, all my fam, that's facts. That's how I'm living now. I ain't got no more fast shit to give you. So, Clan, what now? When I'm at the top, just know that I won't stop looking down. Biscuit for my pops, then throw some back to my fucking town. Millie's to my ma, cause she the best always was around. After I got that, I'ma throw the rest on the fucking ground. Come pick it up, bitch. Bitch, come through. 
bitch, 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 come through. She from GT. Sheesh. Bitch, come through. Bitch, 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 come through. Wait a minute, bitch. Wait a minute, ho. For you stupid motherfuckers, I'ma start off slow. Then I'ma start to beat it up a little more. Make sure this lean like the nigga on Drew. Can't ask me in the LRG. Smoke a drop up because you can smell all three. Y'all already know. T-A-B, F-A-B, goddammit, who need me and Taff, fat boy? You in some danger, letting off shots to the nun in the chamber. Get up off me and lay him down. Get up off me, don't play around. He don't really want it. He just like dancing on me. Get one of my girls in the corner, shake your smack your punch your three like a trick. Take it to the crib, take you up like a bitch. On everything I love is nothing to me, but it's talk, but it feel like he bluffing to me. Fuck all that talking, man. I want somebody to do something to me. Knock me out. Yeah, bust my head, do all that shit that the so-called said, cause I swear, if I get a scratch on my body, then all your people gonna be so-called dead. Bitch! Yeah. <laughs> that voice is Metro booming. Right. Sam, I need a little bit of gas. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready to talk about cocaine hippos? Yes, because I need to know. What the fuck you have planned for this show? <laughs> I need to know what cocaine. Just you fucking are. wait, man. Yo, the best moment on this show. Yeah, we're hot. Best moment of this show, by far, was when fucking we were Leon was testing us to see what band we would see in real life, like if their name was uh, you know, the reality, and I was like, Bush. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta have that as just a like a bumper. For Bush. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember what episode that was by any chance? We probably look back. The one with Jansen. Well, it's like three episodes, so we're getting closer. That narrows it down to about three out of the four successful episodes we've ever done. All right, welcome back to the Entropy Radio Show. I am your makeshift host, Clen Doggy Dog. I'm here with my co-host, Corn Doggy Dog. Special With guest Robert? Heavy Loud and Sherm Stick, and I don't know if I'm a special guest anymore. You know, I'm here all I'm here like all the time. He's basically like a we call him like a reoccurring character. A sit-in, a sit-in host. Sit-in, maybe yeah, you go. Yeah, like a like a co-co-host. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's put it this way: as of as of right now, Sammy G, you've actually made more episodes this season than Luke D has. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> now I'm just gonna R. take R. it over P. completely. Just send me the files and <laughs> Instead of Sammy G, you're Sammy D now. Sammy D in the morning. Alright, so me, pour me a cup of Sammy D. <laughs> <laughs> so as as the clock turns, as the blunt goes around, I think it's pertinent to bring up some current events that have happened in recent times. Now we're talking about Bob Saget. Still no. Oh, damn. Let's just keep all the Bob Saget talk until like 20 minutes from now. How's that sound? <laughs> Is that Storm Radio Crew? I Is mean, that where Storm Radio Crew right now? The entire thing. Alleged, is allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> if we bring up Bob Saget, then we have to talk about R. Kelly at the same time. They're kind of the same person. <laughs> Hold that thought and bring it back in like 15 minutes. I'm in. I'm in. You mean because they're both visionaries? I don't get it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I don't get why it's funny. The current event is already starting off like it used to already. Way off the Oh, man. Those are current events. Goddamn. All right. R. Kelly peeing on that bitch just happened. <laughs> All right, and I heard they just found another video too. Yeah, <laughs> let's watch it. <laughs> should we uh, for hand it discovery off? purposes? <laughs> I want to see if she's really fourteen. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that too. If she looks like she's fourteen, yeah, 
Yeah, okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Insert Dave Chappelle quote. <laughs> it's time for us to figure out how old is 15 really. really? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, man. Some sort of segue from sexual predation to current events. Yeah, <laughs> we're waiting on you, buddy. Where's the first story? Let's let's hear it. Yeah, man. Hey, this shit the... is hot right into it. <laughs> Make it All weird, right. huh? So, me, Clen Doggy Dog, your Entropy News correspondent, I've got just a few stories to talk about today. Uh, one concerning music, another one concerning weed, as per usual. Um, so, I'll get right into the music. The Dean of Country Music Broadcasters, Ralph Emery, has passed away at the age of 88. Uh, for those of you who don't know who that was... Which is everybody in the room. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea who that was. I didn't even know. I was like, CMB? Is that something I've heard of? But no. No. I thought you was like referring to like New Jack City, like CMB. No, man. This is old Jack City. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. No, he was a country music broadcaster. He had over 50 years in radio and television. Um, has some of the notable stuff he did from uh, 1957 to 1972. He was a host on a show that um, it was on the Grand Ole Opry Network. So any of you that like old country music, this is your man. Uh, from 1983 to 1993, he had his own... Uh, talk show like a Johnny Carson style talk show um, Nashville now where he sort of broke down the walls between country music stars and the people and just had them answer questions that you know they wanted to know the answers to Stew man tell the people what you want to tell the people right <laughs> Yes, moving on. Broke uh, down the walls between the people and the country. This guy was basically like... Like the Casey Kasem of like country music radio or what? Like top 40s for like country basically? For like 60 years and then just with their way in nothingness or... I mean, pretty much. You said he was the host of the Grand Ole Opry? Yeah, he hosted uh, the radio portion of what the Grand Ole Opry would uh, broadcast out. That's tight. Yeah, yeah, so um, the reason I wanted to bring up this story is because this guy basically reminds me of us and like what we're doing right now. He like started that grassroots movement type shit. Yeah, yeah. He started out just doing uh, like small town radio type of stuff, and I guess that's even like bigger than what we're doing right now because we're just talking into microphones into the open void. Hey, this goes out to the entire world, dude. Fucking, you can't discredit that. Hey, fair. If we promote it, you know, who knows who will reach. That's true. Yeah, but I, uh, when I read this story, um, I just sort of felt a kinship with this guy. Um, just um, The quote that really got me was from um, the CEO of the Country Hall of Fame and Museum. Uh, he said that he had an incalculable impact in expanding country music's audience. And above all, he believed in music and in the people who make it. And that really resonated with me and I think like what we're doing right here. That reminds me of the Frank Zappa quote where he's talking about the record producers and why music became shitty like in the 80s because people, old guys like that, stopped taking a chance on fucking 
on an artist because all the CEOs became young dudes that think they know what's hip. You know, they're like, that's not going to sell, so I won't put it out. But the old guys would be the ones that are like, oh, I don't get it, but I'll give it a chance and see if it sells. You know what I mean? Mm. So he's, he's kind of like that, like an OG, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. He was, um, from what I understand, I, I guess I don't know a lot about him, but I do understand that he had a lot of the same vision that we have, just trying to get the music out to the people for the reasons that actually matter, you know, because people are putting work in, they're trying to spread a message, they're doing it just because they're people like you and I, you know? Well, not only that, too, but also the fact that he put all these guys on his show to kind of like we're doing here with, with Heavy. It was, we're just normal guys like you and everybody else. We have we have daytime jobs, and we just like take these on the side, and it's just what we do. It's just like we don't make any money doing this podcast. We do it because we're, we enjoy doing it. We enjoy meeting the people we do on this show, and it's kind of... <clears throat> Kind of gives you a different perspective on the music business of like people who are just normal guys trying to just trying to make it out here. Oh yeah, I fucking pumped like five hundred dollars easily into Lake of Fire because I had to purchase the beats and get it mastered, and then promote it, and then I have like another three hundred fifty dollars already put towards uh, a music video, so that's like you know around nine hundred dollars. Uh, just to put out a fucking album, man. It's, I'm not making shit off of it. I make some money back on, like, merch or, like, sh- shows that I promote, but uh, you really got to put your all into it, man, if you're For starting real. out. <coughs> yeah, I probably didn't put about, like... Probably didn't put, like, close to $1,000 just within, like, three videos. Right. So like, yeah, like you know. When you're starting, when you're starting out, man, it's like fucking. How do I make people give a fuck? You gotta like seem relevant already. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or you know, just with today's time, how they do everything. I'm I'm just not into the whole buying streams and buying follows. Oh yeah, fuck that, that man. Yeah. Fuck that. Why would you Why would you pay to make your music seem more popular than it is if nobody's actually gonna be listening to it? Right, like, whose attention is it getting when you buy it? Like, does it put it in, like, a different, like, platform or, like... Yeah, no, it just fucking gives you more streams, man. Like, fuck that. You could get more streams just by continuing your career and collabing with more artists. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) What, by being an actual artist, you mean? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're not gonna fucking build your streams authentically? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, uh... It's just, it's just fucking, it's just fake. Fake news. CNN. Next story, Chris. The next story is surprisingly not fake news. Let me get into this. Um, I have four words for you all. Pablo Escobar, cocaine hippos. This is my my favorite story I've read all week. Okay. So, esteemed drug lord known for trafficking many metric shit tons of cocaine from Colombia had an illegal zoo of animals basically smuggled into his compound in, uh, not in, but like right around Medellin, Colombia. Right. Um, 
he had zebras, giraffes, flamingos, all kinds of stuff. And in this all kinds of stuff was four different policies. Um, now, as you know, he got arrested and he died. Right. Um, and when the, the Colombian government came upon this compound with all these animals, they had to figure out what to do. For the most part, they could relocate the animals just fine. Um, they got all the flamingos and giraffes and all that stuff out of there, but the hippos turned out to be really, really ornery and difficult to relocate. So they didn't know what to do, and they just kind of left them there, thinking that they would die, because they're in Colombia. They're not in Africa, right? Not um, habitat. Yeah, it, they, they thought it was not the habitat for them, but it turns out that the hippos really, really like Colombia, and they started reproducing. And so, in the last couple decades, uh, four hippos turned into about a hundred hippos. Man, hippos be fucking. Hippos be fucking straight up. And these cocaine are hippos cocaine hippos. No wonder they were so ornery. They're fucking like so, hippos. Wait, wait, so, so, so I have a question. So <coughs> when you call them cocaine hippos, does that mean they were actually like running cocaine across these rivers? Or indulging in cocaine? I'm still not sure. Or are they indulging going. in cocaine hippos? Yeah. That's a really que- that's the question I'm like. Did wondering. these hippos smuggle or did they snort? Like, okay. Or eat? You or see the size oh. of the nostrils on those animals? I think that answers the question. Yeah, that's about a key. We have proof of that. That's what I really want to know. Do we have a proof of that? No, but we do have proof that the Colombian government doesn't know what the fuck to do with all of these hippos now. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. Because, like, okay, let me give you a little background. Um, There's these hippos running around, and they're sort of really good at eating fish and other small wildlife, uh, a lot of grass and stuff that's around Colombia, around the lakes and the rivers and stuff there. Um, And so fishermen really don't like them because, uh, like, for one thing, there's a bunch of hippos in the water now. And if you didn't know, hippos catch about 500 human bodies per year. Yeah, dog. I I went to Kenya, remember? Yeah, you know straight up firsthand. There was fucking... There was uh, hippo watching signs everywhere, and you'd see them, and fucking, you'd have to have a guide, you know, to like, so if someone gets eaten, it's the fucking guide type shit. Yeah, hippos Those are, are not are to be messed with. They're aggressive animals. <coughs> yeah, so on the one hand, there's sort of a menace to society, but on the other hand, <laughs> and, like the even bigger hand, like the people that live around there, uh, sort of are thankful that they're there because they bring in, one, a lot of tourism dollars. And um, scientists have actually been doing studies about, like, the ecology of the the whole thing. And the hippos might actually be good for the environment. Like the symbiotic, you mean? Right, right. They, uh, Is it because they're eating the vegetation, like, inside, like, the river systems down in, like, Columbia and that kind of stuff? Is that why they're better for the ecosystem? Or? Kind of, kind of. They eat yeah. the vegetation um, that typically is, like, on the land, and they bring it into the, the water, and, for lack of a better term, they shit it out. They fertilize it. <clears throat> they fertilize it, yeah. Um, and so they're sort of, um, in a really direct way, 
um, moving around the resources in in their chosen, well, not chosen, but um, new environment. Yeah, that could only be beneficial. You know what I mean? So stick with me here, all right, on this train of thought. So we have cocaine hippos for Pablo Escobar in Colombia in the rainforest eating vegetation and shit on the banks. There's fertilizing the banks. It's not the which fishermen. Is, which is, which is, which is making mushrooms like, 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 you know, fungus from the shit on the side of the bank. So you're trying to tell me in the, in the rainforest in Colombia, there are mushrooms you trip on that have been made because of hippo, hippos on cocaine shit. All right. Really bad, Alex Jones. <laughs> There's... No, I'm with him on that one. I'm like interested as fuck. Like, that's a good question. Like, cocaine and shrooms. The cocaine shit comes out, and that's what festers psychedelic mushrooms. Could you imagine? I'm gonna say that's a that's a that's like if. that's like grass fed beef, but like but, for drugs. Yeah, grass fed. <laughs> grass, grass fed psychedelic. <laughs> cocaine fed mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I guess no wonder the hippos are doing so well. Yeah, they're so that's why they're fucking. They're sad. not. They're not just. They're not just multiplying. They're fucking ascending down in yeah. Colombia. Yeah, they're no. Transcending now. They're really doing super well. Um, so well, in fact, that the Colombian government has decided that the only thing that they can do about them is shoot blow dart contraceptives into these hippos so they don't ever reproduce. Uh, that's fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. Is it fucked? I mean, what? So they're just going to have a finite amount of hippos, and then eventually they're all going to die. Yeah. Essentially. Or they can control the population, I guess. That's It's just, it's just a form of controlling the population, because uh, people don't want to fucking hunt them. Well, it's illegal to hunt hippos. Oh, because the they're, they're, they, they're endangered, huh? Yeah, and uh, the Colombian government doesn't want people killing hippos, so they passed a law that said you can't kill hippos. Because they're good for the environment, or what? Just... But maybe, what if maybe, you're... maybe they're endangered species and you just can't kill hippos. But what if you're getting attacked and then you kill with... It's because like... there was... Uh... I think you get a buy if you're getting attacked, I mean... Probably, but I mean, the whole reason they passed that law in the first place was because there was um, this hippo that got killed uh, just for basically wandering into public. And there's a big public outcry about like how you shouldn't Holy kill hippos. Right, everyone was like, why did you yeah. jump immediately to killing it when you could <laughs> yeah. have sedated it and then brought it back into the wild? Yeah, and so now you can't kill hippos, but now there's a hundred hippos running around in a place where hippos don't normally run around. And so the only thing that they can think to do is to like forcibly make them sterile over the next 10 years. Give them a little hippo vasectomies. Yeah, yeah, straight up. And I don't know, to me, that just sort of begs the question, like, is it right for us to, like, decide what Play happens God. in the ecosystem yeah. like that? Because on one hand, we brought the hippos there in was, the first yeah, place, and they weren't supposed the to be there. there. But on the second hand, they're, like, thriving there and sort of maybe even helping the environment there. So should we take them out just because they're not supposed to be there in the first place? I don't know. These are the questions that keep me up at night. Uh, I think it's kind of fucked up to make that decision because humans migrated so often in the past, Pangea and whatnot, 
so like what if somebody had killed us just because we weren't supposed to be there type of thing? I mean, that shit happened all the time. But True. In, in America's case, it was more like, well, I'm going to kill who's here. Because <laughs> yeah. I fucking just showed up. Because I think they're not supposed to be here. Yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. If they're thriving, why would you why would you kill them? And they're benefiting the environment? I guess you're going to ask me for my final thought process on this whole debate. Should we keep, should we not? I'm, I'm totally for If they're thriving, let them thrive. I just well, don't know how you natural, can... the natural order of things works. And eventually they'll thrive to the point where they can't survive anymore and the numbers go back down. I'm cool with that. It's not like they're running around or like stuck in a, in a zoo, you know what I mean? Once the cocaine runs out, they'll start to deplete, right? <laughs> <laughs> Once there's no more cocaine for these hippos to ingest, they're done. They'll right. be totally turned right. off. And then just the, natural, the natural order of life, let us go back down again. <laughs> So let's go into this wee story. I mean, you obviously left it for last because obviously this is like a great story. We talked about this I know, recently, like two yeah. days ago. So we I'll have been talking about this story. Article. Okay, um, our final story for the day, I think, right. is going to um, enthuse quite a few of our listeners. Um, it's titled "Scientists: Cannabis Can Prevent COVID Nineteen." I fucking knew it. I fucking. <laughs> Okay, so, okay, the reason why I'm overexcited about this, I literally seen on Facebook, like, when the whole COVID thing, like, first broke out, and everybody was sharing, like, posts, and the first one I seen was somebody was like, yo, what if the week of the cancer to COVID-19 is weed? And then somebody else, you know, you go look into the comments, and that's when shit just gets, like, randomly out of pocket for no reason. And one of the posts I seen was like, nah, it ain't weed. What if it's crack? And then I seen another another one and somebody was like, yo, to be honest with y'all, it's in black tar. But, but yes, because at one point in time when I had COVID, I was just smoking and it, it was helping, but you know, but hell yeah. I knew it. Yeah, I smoked the whole time I had COVID. I didn't even have a cough, actually. Yeah. I haven't had COVID this entire time, and you know what I do a lot? Smoke weed. Masturbate. You know, I've been telling my parents and, like, everybody I know, I've never gotten COVID yet, so I've always thought for two things. I'm either A, I'm fucking immune, or B, I'm, like, patient zero. But now I'm starting to think because of this article, I'm probably, like... See, just, you just like smoked at the right head. time. It's a huge pothead. Like, <laughs> I just do a lot of drugs, so I just just blame it on drugs. I'd be like, "Damn, I'm sick. Okay, it must be drugs." <laughs> you sound like you sound like my mother, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. If I feel like shit, I'm like, "Yeah, it's the drugs." I'm like the least chill dude, y'all know. Borderline <laughs> <laughs> <Four> psychopath. <laughs> All right, all right. So, getting into the the realness of the article, um, it appears that certain acids extracted from cannabis can block COVID nineteen infection in human cells. Now, this is per a, a Vice News article based on a peer reviewed piece 
that was in the Journal of Natural Products by researchers from Oregon State University and Oregon Health and Sciences University. And just so you guys know, this shit is real. Yeah, and before a, place, we, a place where it's legal. I want to <laughs> before we get into this too, it might be a, maybe a little biased because of the fact that it is coming from a university in a state that has legalized all drugs. So, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah Oregon legalized all drugs. Oregon legalized drugs. They pulled a Portugal, man. Is. I'm finna mm. fucking go crazy. All drugs? All psychedelics are legal in Oregon. Yeah, oh. you can't buy them at the oh. shop. And you're oh. not gonna get arrested. Oh, get all psychedelics. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Can we be specific about this? We said all drugs. I got... Uh, well, see, no, it's like you can't get charged might, if you right. have, like, H on you or anything. Yeah. I'm on, I, They're decriminalized. Yeah. That's I'm gonna pull this... Close law. I don't know the exact letter of the law, but maybe something we can do in a later episode to kind of like actually get into the whole thing about Oregon. Because Oregon is a is definitely a pioneer in the whole like experiment of what we do if there's every drug was decriminalized. There are whole countries that have done that, dog, and it proves to be uh, better, fortuitous, I should say. Uh, gratuitous, fortuitous. The crime rates are lower because people aren't getting put in jail for petty crime and fucking. The rehabilitation uh, rates are higher because it's seen as a, a yeah. disease more so to be rehabilitated than a societal yeah, problem to be just put away from society. And I love how you guys are brought to the socio aspect of like legalizing drugs. So see me as a capitalist, like, and like the economic reason for like legalizing drugs. I've been saying this for years since like probably over ten years. Well, even with weed alone, you think about it. If you're a capitalist, you can just legalize weed, put a tax on it. Sell the shit out of it. Sell itself. You all know that. We all look at Colorado. Look at right. Oregon. It's right. fucking booming. And not only that, if you're America and you make it a federal trade where you're making a federal tax dollar off it, every other country's gonna follow suit. And guess what? After that, you have a trade. You have an export now. We can literally be exporting weed to other countries who and want our weed. Getting cocaine back. Right. And that kind of stuff. Exactly. <laughs> the money alone is worth it in drugs. And it's natural. It says it's a natural selection. People die off from drugs, and they get too much of it, and that's just how it works. Well, but I pose a question to and, you. And that's the social part where it comes different to that part. To I that pose part. a question to you, me as the man in power, who is likely in on the cocaine and drug dealing anyway. Um, why would I make it legal if I can keep it illegal and profit off of it yeah, twice? Yeah, it's not taxed for the rich people. That's a thing. And, like, I'm not saying that it shouldn't be legal because I think it should. I think the way that Portugal and... Oh, I know what you're saying. You're saying that they're keeping it illegal because that way the price of it stays higher. Because if you get legal, price drops so much lower and you make taxable so the governments make more money than the actual person selling it is. Is that what you're kind of getting at? Because if it's illegal, the people who are making all the money out right now while it's illegal, it's an illegal trade, yeah, it's all are making billions and billions of dollars. But once you make it through a government thing, you're paying taxes on it, the government's taking more of your profits, and now you're not making nearly as much as you were. And the price of it goes down because it's no longer a like high-demand quality because everybody can get it now. It's not like it's not a legal thing to get. So your demand's going to go higher, your supply's going to be less, and the government's taking their greasy fingers and putting it in your pockets. Yeah, but that's saying that they would put everything in, like, a shop, like a dispensary, which is not the case. You know, they just decriminalize it. You that's still have to now. go pick it that's up now. I'm, I'm going one like, step further going into, like, we were saying, like, putting cocaine in a shop. In a hippo. Yeah. In a, hi- <laughs> in a hippo. Putting <laughs> cocaine in a shop. I don't know. I guess where I was coming from is... Um, 
You know how the CIA put crack in the inner cities? Never happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. You trust your government that never happened. <laughs> no, okay. Ronald so Reagan, like, great guy. First off, they profit off of it in the selling of it the first time. Second off, they profit cocaine. off it. Was it? It was cocaine. It was cocaine, and then they turned yeah, it into we, crack? Yeah, then we figured out the recipe to make it into crack. Mm. Mm. That's hey. what you call ingenuity. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> you know who invented crack? A black man. Hey. Same with peanut butter. And yeah. stoplights. Yeah. All important. Proceed. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, but then they profit off of it a second time and they arrest people for uh, dealing this stuff, you know? Right. And so... Uh, so kind of goes to say then, like, the black man invents it and the white man exploits it. Boom. Every pretty time. Much. Yeah. Every time. Every single time. Rock yeah. and roll. That's Public. pretty much how it goes. Yeah. Well, I mean... You know. It's not... I mean, it's not just music. I mean, yeah. I know black people didn't invent basketball, but basketball? Are you kidding me? <laughs> look, at all the fucking, look at all the fucking Zoomers running around and they're like, I bet the, like, fucking, that's like 90s New York slang. Yeah, straight up. Like, Hip-hop yeah. culture has really, really permeated, like, the popular culture nowadays. I blame Wu-Tang. Cream, man, cream. Hey, Wu-Tang's for the children, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the infants. <laughs> Especially the infants. I feel like we got off track somewhere. Yeah, we, we but, definitely did. Like, that's <laughs> solid. Um, how, would where, you, how would you read this article? So yeah. Actually, the actual article we're talking about. Where was I? Where was I? Weed cures COVID? No. Um, acids extracted from cannabis plants can block COVID-19 infection in human cells. And the whole Oregon State University thing, so you know it's real. Um, basically, they found that um, if you put a live virus that has cannabis compounds as well as a control together, after 24 hours and you inject them into human epithelial cells, which is the cells that are like on the outside of the surfaces of your body. So like on the outside of your skin, on the outside of your organs, on the outside of your dick. Um, they found that cells treated with these certain acids, uh, they lacked SARS-CoV-2 RNA, which is what uh, is associated with causing COVID. Um, they performed the same procedures on live alpha and beta variants, um, first detected in the UK, which is Britain, and South Africa, respectively, and found that the compounds had the same effect in both cases, which um, means that um, they found, uh, shit, I'm high. <laughs> I just see like a fucking like dude like sitting there researching and he's like fucking it's just a picture of you <laughs> and then all this of a sudden this guy is high <laughs> this guy's definitely COVID free right now. <laughs> hey man I just got my negative test back on Thursday I hear you buddy same thing yesterday yeah man yeah yeah there's so, a reason <laughs> no okay okay so the findings <laughs> point to the cannabis compounds being virus neutralizing, capable of blocking the entry of coronavirus in high concentrations that researchers note are high 
but might be clinically achievable. Uh, and they recommend oral administration of the compounds, meaning that adequate use of cannabis for COVID-19 prevention would likely become, it would likely come in the form of a pill or liquid. So I don't know what that means for all of you and us smokers out there, but I haven't had corona yet. So not only does marijuana stop COVID, it also stops pregnancy. This is like the gateway. <laughs> it's a miracle drug. They said it's a gateway drug. It's a miracle drug. It is a miracle drug. Gateway to freedom. <laughs> gateway to freedom. You mean no one's going to tell me I can't go to work? And no one's going to fucking... No fucking little... What, I was trying to find a funny name for you kids. But they're going to be running around and fucking causing me trouble. Like, Young whippersnappers. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say crotch goblins. That's what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the title term is fuck trophies. <laughs> wow. What, do you hang them on the wall? I mean, that's up to your discretion. That that's what I do with my used condoms. It's just boneless Alfredo. That's all they are. It's just boneless Last episode, we're getting so sued. <laughs> it's it's a, guys. Like, what are you doing? Know? Talking about our friend. Cool, you know. Oh, I think it's time for another musical break. You want another single? You want a single push? Yeah, yeah. Sammy G, you got something new it's that you want to play? But it's a titular track off my new album, Lake of Fire. Cue it up. This is the Entropy Radio Show. I'm your makeshift host, Clan Doggy Dog, here with Corn Doggy Dog. Heavy load insurance stick. If you fucking with this, put your hands up high and keep pumping your fist. You know I'm alive just to make fuckers piss. You know I can't die, so I'll never be missed. Be a witness. If you fucking with this, put your hands up high and keep pumping your fist. You know I'm alive just to make fuckers piss. You know I can't die, so I'll never be missed Be a witness if you fucking with this Put your hands up high and keep bumping your fist You know I'm alive just to make fuckers piss You know I can't die, so I'll never be missed Be a witness Verbally attacking you, wearing black like Dracula Talking back, I'm smacking you, smoke a sack of cracking bud Massive action in the cut, selling pack and stacking up Hell on earth and ash and dust, felling with that Captain Blood Let me grab my man a potion, take a tap, my eyes are open Three of them all tracking motion, black hat cross my path And omen, heard a crash, that glass is broken Turn your back and laugh, it's hopeless, get to acting fast And you won't have to ration, that's unspoken Nah, hold us like the chorus Fill you full of holes, now your body looking porous Health bar full, like I have the eye of Horus Seal your fucking soul, Shang Tsung inside a morbid Call me Undertaker when the whites of my eyes show Rolling fuckers back and open wide like I died, yo I can see you shaking, where the fuck is your pride, bro? Drown you in the lake that's made of fire and white smoke If you fucking with this, put your hands up high And keep pumping your fist, you know I Just to make fucking piss You know I can't die So I'll never be missed Be a witness If you fucking with 
we're live. What up, what up, what up? This is the Entropy Radio Show with here, Corn Doggy Dog with Glenn Entertainment, Sammy G, and Heavy Loud. We're going to get into the actual deep dive behind the music. Heavy, we're so glad you showed up here tonight. We're glad you came in here. Rest in peace, Luke D. Can't make it tonight, but thank you for being in the studio with us. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for having me. <laughs> Oh man, this has been a long time coming, I think. I, I believe so, I strongly believe so. Yeah, we've been working together musically, we've been playing shows together. It's a surprise you haven't been on the show before, to be honest. Yeah, bound to happen for sure. Yeah, well, we're making it happen now. Yeah, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, Heavy Loud, aka, you mind if I say your real name? We'll just say the... We'll just say the sex symbol of Grand Forks. We'll just say that. <clears throat> Heavy Loud, a.k.a. the sex symbol of Grand Forks. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. We have him in the studio here. I do have a few questions for you. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I follow your your releases, your singles, your Spotify, all of that. Um, you keep releasing something. You keep releasing material off of something called Mentally, Physically, and Emotionally. Yes. What is that? Is that an EP? Is that an upcoming album? What is that? So that was actually a, a mixtape that I had dropped, but unfortunately, it only made it to SoundCloud at the time. It only so, made it to SoundCloud. That's, yes. that's what I was playing back there. Was uh, Move Around is off that album. Yeah, Move Around is actually on that. Okay. On that see, album. see, I just kept seeing single and single. I thought that, it was something that was up. I released it sing by like single by single because you know you gotta like buy beats and all that. So those are just the beats that I have bought. It's just smart to make singles, dude. Fucking yeah. that gets you more plays on your album. Literally. Okay, so in my ignorance, mentally, physically, and emotionally is a mixtape that already exists on SoundCloud. Yes. Fantastic. People, you know it now. Yeah, I know it now. You're the moron. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, I'm totally all right with admitting that I'm the moron in the room. He said he follows it on Spotify. He doesn't use SoundCloud. Yeah, he didn't say SoundCloud. It's been a minute so since I, like, it's honestly, what I look up on Spotify is Thomas Jefferson type beats. You mean SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, SoundCloud. You listen to instrumentals off SoundCloud. That's what it's like for. Yeah, see, yeah. I don't, I can't even put SoundCloud in my, like, daily vocabulary. See, both Seriously. our shit used to blow up on SoundCloud, but then yeah. fucking, it just stopped. Mm. The yeah. algorithm is hey, different now. Everybody switched platforms. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. That's, that's really There's <coughs> less users on it. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, man. Because before, it would just throw your shit into shuffle. Yeah. Like, and people would just hear it. You know? And I would hear other people's shit, and I loved it. But now people aren't doing the same thing they used to. You know I mean? Everybody puts their shit on Spotify now because of DistroKid. Literally. Yeah. Hmm. Well... Speaking of that mixtape, though, uh, Work is off of that. Yes. And one of my favorite new songs, Fuck the Club Up. Yes, sir. Is off of that. Yes, it is. Uh, and you just released a video for that, did you not? I actually did, and um, we actually shot it on my birthday. So, uh, a lot of the scenes I really don't remember, but... <laughs> well, they're immortalized, bro. Let me, let me tell you, what he captured was, yeah, 
Yeah. It looks like a fucking lit party. I was gonna say, it looks like a it's really like fun time. Like, and fucking, you see Tony, like, fucking. I was gonna say, yeah, I, Tony, I, I fucking recognize. Tony being Tony. Like, hey, you know? shout out DJ Groovy Tony. I was gonna say, I recognize some of the people in the video. I see Tony. I see, I see some other people. I see some girls I've seen downtown before. It's like, that looks like a good time. Yeah, that bitch is twerking, that's Lala, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, man. <laughs> Lala. Lala. Yeah. Lala. If, if, if it's a party, you know Lala somewhere throwing some I only, ass. I only know her uh, from when we were, like, met at Gordito that one time. <laughs> and I just saw her fucking shaking her ass on the internet, and I was like, oh, bet. Yeah. yeah. I see homies in there. I see an apartment. I see level 10. Yes, sir. I see... You like to be up in level 10, don't you? Ah... Uh, yeah, 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 that's... You like the club. Yeah, I like the club. Oh, how could you, you know? not like the club? You, you have a song called Fuck the Club. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. literally, you know. <laughs> Which they actually play in there, so like... I was gonna say, I was gonna say, what's it like to go in there and actually hear your music be played on there and, like, hear people, or, like, see people dancing to it? Yo, that's, that's the crazy part, because, like... Okay, so there was this one time we went in there, and, like, the DJ was like, yo... Shout out to Heavy Lord and Tribe in the building. And then, like, maybe three songs later, he played Fuck the Club Up. And, like, I actually seen people, like, yo, and, like, get lit. And so I was just, Reacting like... to it in real time. Yeah, and I was just, like, I like I stood there for a moment, and then I snapped back because, you know, Tone was lit, and he came up and, like, gave me, like, a little shove, like, like, yeah, yeah, you know, tone. Like, hey, buddy. Hey. Yeah, yeah, like, he came up and, like, he's like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And then, yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, I love it. I, love I would it. love that shit. Because, like, at a show, it's so different, you know what I mean? Like, because they're watching you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to see people just react to it. Not that I make club music, really, but, like, just be able to see that interaction Fucking I mean, you got that one groovy ass song. Oh, with, uh, shit! If you want to, shit. Fucking White Hearse go perfect in level ten. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Are you kidding, are you kidding <laughs> me, bro? That's shortly. White Hearse is a fucking banger, bro. It's That's straight up G funk, straight up. Song, but it's like a song that you listen to while you're in your Cadillac. What do you mean? Or in level ten, ground on some bitch. Who gives a shit? It's a banger. Oh, okay, okay, shit, man. I don't know. I just thought I had a specific vision for it. You're so short, buddy. It's a song about driving in my car, so I picture people in their cars listening to it. Bro, you'd be fucking surprised. Like, work is about a one-night fucking stand, and they play it in level 10. So, I mean, you know. Well, that makes sense. That's ass. (laughs) 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 For level 10, because you're ass, who cares? (laughs) Literally. Oh, man. I've been there one time. And uh, it wasn't like particularly lit at that time, so I was like, got, I got the wrong vibe for sure. Well, yeah, let's, let's admit, like, entropy guys aren't much level ten guys. Like, we're not club guys. Not it's club not guys, really you know? the scene for entropy. We're dive bar guys and like being at the show guys. Like, don't like d- we don't want to be like we just want to go to a bar and like do our stupid alcohol thing and then we just want to like, like I'd say more like O'Reilly's type. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going on Aurelius and level 10, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. those of you that don't know, Aurelius and level 10 are in the same building. One is upstairs and one is downstairs. Um, Entropy is definitely a downstairs type of band, a, de- a downstairs type of group. Yeah, and Heavy Lot is more of the ratchet upstairs. <coughs> Kick a bitch out, you know. Entropies are definitely power bottoms, let's be honest here. We rock it from the power <laughs> of the bottom. <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> 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 
Just facts, man. Just leave that to us, man. You keep taking the level 10 up top. I got it. You I take the it. high road, and we will just keep doing what we've always done. Keep taking that low road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of low road, uh, some might call the low road a long road. And Heavy Load, you are about to release... Uh, I got some inside information here about to release a new video for your single Long Road Ahead. Who told you that was Tony? That motherfucker. I, I'm i not saying any names, but it started with a T and ended with an Oni. Okay. Could have been Johnny. All right, J5. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Wow, fake. <laughs> Damn, bro. And the thing I put you on the tape. <laughs> you people. Yeah, yeah. So, um... I just wanted to say that that has been one of my favorite songs that you've released Same. to this point. Um, I listen to it every time I open Spotify because it's always in my recess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it made my top plays, the top 100 plays of this year. That's tight. Oh, that's yeah, nice. man. And you release it, like, not even, like, it was pretty far into the fucking year. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, like, so he had to listen to that a lot, dude. Like, hey, man. Yeah. Hey, real recognize real. What can I say? But, yeah, I actually am uh, getting ready to release a video for it. So, yeah, it's it's kind of been long overdue. And that really seems to be the song that, like, everybody likes. So, yeah. And then, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, but Chesky likes it. You know, he likes the song. So, hopefully, for, for those of y'all who don't know, that is the mayor of Grand Forks. He likes, he likes the song Long Road Ahead. I performed it for him. At Juneteenth, and he told me he really liked that song. It's a good song. And then he also gave me a shout out on Snapchat. So. I remember that. Mm. So, mm. Yeah. Fucking famous, I think. Heavy load, <laughs> getting it in with the local officials. <laughs> Speaking of that, there was there was talks of us maybe trying to put on some sort of concert, some sort of show, and at the end of summer. Yeah, more like a um back to school bash ordeal. That's what I'm trying to that's that's what I'm shooting for and like planning for. We're trying to do one day, right? Like it's not like uh Yeah, it'd be like uh um it'd be like that Saturday. So it'd be like uh, that Saturday before like the Saturday after like everybody gets back, but the Saturday before school starts. No, nah, it, it no, nah, it'd be like that, like that first Saturday, like after school. Starts. Like after school starts, yeah. so everybody's for sure back. Yeah, so everybody's for sure back. Okay, okay. That way, that way the promotion and everything works out better. Yeah, if you don't get people from the college, who are you getting? That's yeah, like literally, all the young people in town. Literally. Yeah. Well, heavy. I don't. You're a big guy here in the bar scene, and you're. You know, playing bangers level ten. All these guys, you know, Tony. Um, and I'm pretty sure you know Grand Forks legend. Of course. Right. DC. Very cool. Our senior correspondent trash trash bird, okay? Okay. We've had him on the show here. We love we'd love to have him back on the show. He's got stories, man. Forever. Forever forever welcome on the show. Forever. He's got stories, he's got memes. We want to hear your best your best story. That you can tell on Oh, damn. 
Shit. Oh, that's how you know it's going to be a good one. You know what? Fuck it. All right. Tony, I love you, but all right. So it was, um, we was having a banger, and this is when uh, they had the Mag Shack downtown over there on 5th. Right, right. And uh, I'm not going to say her name, but Tony was dating the chick. And just like the whole night, like she was like just being like an asshole to and like told her, it was like, yo, like chill, like I'm not like, I'm like, you know. But then again, you also know has no fucking filter. Right. So she just kept like nagging at him. And then out of nowhere, he just goes, fuck you and your little stupid j-. I was like, yo. <laughs> and just the whole time, that's just what you just fucking you fucking It's like, but, oh, yeah. He got that one time he was fucked up and got all anti-Semitic. <laughs> crazy. What a crazy guy. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he had a reasonable explanation because, like, but like she's she, digging him. Yeah, like, like she kept picking at him, and then you know, like we kind of, we kind of like told her, like, yo, like it's not the one you want to be like. This know? guy's gonna say the craziest shit off the wall he possibly can. Yes. Make you feel so and awkward. With it. He doesn't have to sit and think. About no, it. man. Yeah, yeah. If I there's one dude that's gonna roast you, it's gonna be that guy. And then like, oh, okay, so me and get into these politically correct arguments, and at times. We'll sit there and he'll say something and I'll just like, just throw it out there and I'll just be like, wow, really racist of you. And then he'll just be like, how the fuck am I racist heavy? And then he'll just like stare at me like, you know, the, the well, shit. Well, uh, you're black. We're <laughs> <laughs> friends. Like, you can still have that notion. And, and then that's literally like, what he says, like, oh, like. Damn, so are we not friends? I'm like, I don't know. I can't really be friends with the racist. <laughs> and then he was just looking at me like, and he's just like, motherfucker, like, you're like racist. And I'm like, it's not racist if you hate everybody equally. And then I was just like, you're just being racist to the black guy. That's, that's what makes you racist. But yeah, nah, yeah. Oh, yeah, fucking DC. Fucking DC. Good shit, man. Yeah. I love that guy. Trying to think of my craziest shit. <coughs> Heavy, you've made an announcement. Um, I saw it on Snapchat. Um, I don't know if you've made it anywhere else, but I saw an announcement on Snapchat that you're going to be taking a break uh, and sort of regrouping uh, in in lieu of your mental health. And I just would like to know sort of what that is all about, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, no, no problem. So, um, I actually announced it on Facebook, too. It's just more of, like, um, you know, it's not really, like, writer's block, but it's just, like, I have some personal issues within myself that I have to kind of try to figure out. But while I'm doing that, I don't want to, like, give my fans, like, shitty music like I don't want to like if I'm giving you my music I'm gonna give you the best that my pen or that my fingers are typing like I don't want to half-ass the situation right you've written like hundreds of songs yeah so it's just like I don't want to I don't want to have 
what's going on in my personal life really affect the music now. So it's kind of like, I'm just, like I still have music that I'm gonna release that I've already recorded, but it's just like, I'm just kind of stepping away from the booth for a minute just so I can regain my personal situations and then kind of take a breath more anything else. yeah yeah just like kind of step back because it's like <clears throat> it's a good time for writing i think yeah and then on top of that too it's just kind of like everything kind of like hits you at once so it's just like i don't want to get too overwhelmed too early and then you know that's how you get over cocky and now your ego is bigger than what you are. So I'm not trying to have that. So I just felt like I step away from a while, handle my situation. And then when it's time for me to jump back in the booth, it's just like, all right, now I have something to give them to understand where I was just at. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's a fucking banger. So uh, you, your next album is going to be like more kind of looking within yourself. And yeah. shit and like dealing with what you're dealing with currently right more introspective yeah right i'm into that totally i love your fucking uh like deep songs yeah and then actually um the name of my next mixtape is this is the first time i'm actually announcing it so the name for my next one is going to be called um and it's kind of like a double entendre so like you know Two meanings, but like the same thing. Yeah. It's going to be called um, Intergalactical Love, but it's going to be broken down into Galactical Love. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay. just like some real, like, yeah, like deep, deep type shit. More of the, more of the introspective, the sensual, the, like the heavier right side ahead, of heavy. What's the other one you play live when you're talking about losing your hair and shit? Oh, uh, yep. Just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Unwell. Unwell, yeah. Kind of like, like how Unwell is. And, but it's like, because um, I've been looking at a lot of like meditating and I actually got the name because um, I was meditating this one time and uh, actually Lala had told me to meditate. And so I did it the one time and I did everything correctly and like, Astro projection is like a real fucking thing. Oh yeah, it's and why so, there's books on it. And shit. Yeah, <laughs> and so like, so like that right there, and then I was just like, yo, like, like damn, like deep space, like you're a part of everything type. Shit. Yeah, so then that's kind of like where the name of it came from. Yeah, man, that's cool. Hmm. That's really cool. I'm looking forward to hearing what comes off of it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. And this one is gonna make it to spotify that's why i haven't really been like dropping any singles because i'm going to release it all that way the whole thing is on spotify and apple music and all that can't stuff. wait for that shit yeah man same same so you're you're not taking a break from writing per se you're not taking a break you're you're just regrouping you're you're sort of going into hiding for a minute more like hibernation. More like hibernation. Yeah. And I respect that because, like, me as an artist, Sammy G as an artist, Cam as an artist, I think you guys can all respect not wanting to give something that 
sucks ass yeah, to I've the people. Yeah, I've shows you know? in the past where I, you know, just having a shitty day. And I, I was like, you know, it's going to be bad for the crowd. It's going to be bad for me. You know what I mean? You don't want to put yourself out there if you're not 100%. Especially when you're trying to fucking really jumpstart. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be a brand, man. You, you got to be solid to back that brand. Well, I think for me too, especially with like the, like, the like artist process of like writing i think when you get going like when you get going you're going you're going you're just writing you're just writing and all this stuff's coming to you and then you kind of take a step back and realize i'm just writing like six different things yep. but none of them are complete and i'm kind of just spinning my wheels here and i'm just trying to get as much content as i can out and sometimes you have to take a step back so you know what? i'm gonna take a break off of this for like a week and this Take a step to realize, like, I don't need to do this. I got other interests. And then come back, and then come back in the writing process and come into the program. Okay, well, now I can think of other things. Now that I've had time to step back and process. And, okay, I want to work on, like, two of these jokes. But the other four I'll work on some other day. But just work on these two now that I've written all this six stuff. Now that I've taken time to step back and kind of think of my process. Right, yeah. And I just don't want to... I don't want to put everything out there and then in the future, I don't have fucking shit to talk about. So it's just like, yeah, let me just step back. That way I can give them something to talk about. Exactly. Or give myself something to talk about and something for them to hear. Yeah. And there's something really admirable about that. Wanting to put, you know, your best foot forward and wanting to only put out stuff that's good for people to listen to because like you're saying you can put out 5, 10, 15 different songs that are they'll tide people over they'll maybe turn the club up right? but it's not going to be your best work and it's not really going to be something that you are proud of to put out to the people it's just going to be something to you know what people expect from you man they expect a fucking banging hook you know what I mean like, and yeah. like if you don't feel like writing something like that like Right now, like, yeah, because you know, and then I don't want to repeat myself. Like, I don't want to. You want to progress, as not yeah. I don't want to keep just putting out the same kind of thing. Then everybody's like, oh, it's kind of like one dimensional. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's why so, I'm really shooting for with my next album. Is that people are like, this sounds fucking nothing like Liquid Fire. Yeah, same. Like this, this next one is like not even. Like, it's just going to be, like, just so, just, I can't even say different, because that's not even, like, the politically correct word to use. Like, it's, it's going to be that much of, like, a change on this next one. Switching it up, man. Yeah. But at the same time, though, it's, it's still me. Yeah. Not different, per se, but evolved. Yeah. Or, you know, progressed. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I totally feel you. And I that comes with the the whole artistic side of it, too. And I know that you know all about that. Right. I mean, fuck, man. Everyone writes shit and then decides whether or not to release it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah like, I have a million songs that I haven't fucking released that I just didn't think were... 100%. You know, Chris has heard all of them because I record them here. But uh, other than that, like, and I have songs that I have released that I would never play live. 
just goes that way. It just goes that Like, never off my EP. Um, I'll never, ever play never. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. No, I feel you. There's... Cam, you got anything to say? No. I'm just listening here at this point. Ooh. Let me know when you're ready to uh, cut, cut, an edge, cut an exit and I'm ready to go. Damn, that's a first, Cam. You just look listening. at me and just wink and I'll just, I'll just do the, I'll just do the, the outro. Well, Can I ask if the concept of Lake of Fire is like obvious? Like, it's like a metaphor, right? Like, that I'm like going through shit and I'm like in hell. Like, I tagged, I tagged that I was in hell on the location on, like, all the posts. I don't know. Nobody's, like, said anything about it to me, so it's like... Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I think... It, it, at least to me, and it might just be as someone that has worked with you, um, but at least to me it was pretty obvious that the metaphor that you were going for, um, like you're you feel like you're going through hell you know and feeling that sort of fire and i mean the the line that sticks out to me from the title track is i'll drown you in the lake that's made of fire and white smoke you know yeah i'm not gonna have lyrics about like you know like at the beginning of the album where i talk about dancing with the devil and at the end of the album i said i did the dance with the devil yeah, you know. it's it's like a whole progression almost of you going through what the river sticks or traveling through Hades. Yeah, what? just just hell, just the way just fire, just right? hell in general. Yeah, and you know I think that's really cool because who hasn't felt like they're going through hell at one point? Right, it doesn't have to be but like what I'm going through. It doesn't know, have it's... to be what you're going through, but like. To be able to put words and music to an experience like that, I think is something really cool. And the fact that you made an entire album out of it, where, to me, at least, eight of the songs, nine of the songs, are fucking bangers. Like not, songs you'd listen to again, type shit. Songs that I'd listen to again, not just as your friend, but as someone who listens to music. And same with you, Heavy. I don't listen to your music because you're sitting at my kitchen table right now. Yeah, it's not like that. <laughs> I, I listen to your music because I want to fuck the club up. I listen to your music because I'm driving in my car and I feel like, shit, it's going hard, baby. We're going to move forward, baby. Like, that's how I'm feeling, you know? Like, it's, it's real stuff like that. And, uh, like, to answer your question, yeah, the, it gets across on your album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, like, I don't know, the beginning's, like, because the whole thing's, like, I'm just going to be, like, frank with it, like, about my, like, drug addiction, and, like, it, at the beginning, it's all, like, you know, West Coast, and, like, boom bappy and, like, everything's going cool, and then it gets, like, progressively more intense Stop. until dope, and then my friend's dead. Yeah, it gets, it gets progressively more intense to the climax, and then after that, it's... It comes sort of down with the resolution, you know, like, can't do drugs all the time and your homie's going to die. Yeah. Type of stuff. Or that. I mean, if yeah. you really think about it, it's kind of like, I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to compare your album to like an acid trip. Totally. Like, it's, you know, 
Like you there's like, the peak. Yeah, like, like you like the fire is the peak. Yeah, and then you know on the come down, that's when you just like yo. You really start thinking about shit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you really start thinking about shit, and that's just exactly like how you. I've had great moments of clarity on like the come down of acid. You know what I mean? Yep. Hey, like I told you, man, the second half of that album, like a fire, is phenomenal. I really think it's second half heavy. Like, the first half is really chill. The second half is just, like, real bangers and shit that makes you think. Right. Because it's all going good at the beginning. You know what I mean? It's, it's all chill at the beginning. Yeah, it's stuff it's that like, you want to, like, bump in your car when you're driving into the sunset type of stuff. You know what I mean? This is shit you bump in when you're driving in it's the It's driving in the summer. Yeah. It literally is an acid trip. It starts out all good. Everything's on the honeymoon trip. And then every, next thing you know, like, you're coming to your repercussions of your entire life. At the back end of the album kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, I think... Oh, is that right, Stu? I think Stewie's ready for bed or something. He just wants to keep climbing. He's not ready Do for it. bed, bro. He's about to jump up on the fridge. Do it. <laughs> you won't. You're so soft. You won't. You're so soft. You won't so do it. Soft. You won't do it. Mm-hmm. Look at him turning around. But on that note, Heavy, I want to thank you for being here, first and foremost. And if there's anything that you want to say to the people about upcoming projects, where to find you, where to buy your merch, anything like that, please, now's your time. Um, well, only merch I have available right now is stickers, so if you Dang. want any stickers... Just, um, you can hit me up via, if you have me on Snapchat or if you have me on any social media. What's your, uh, plug your Instagram, man? And then, uh, the Instagram is heavy underscore laud and it's L-A-A-W-D. And everybody clicking on this will know it because it'll say with heavy laud. Yeah, Mm -hmm. literally. So, um, yeah. And then, um, I also have a, a Facebook fan page. Heavy lot, so y'all go like, comment, subscribe. Right, get that fucking engagement up. That shit is really fucking hard. Yeah, literally. And it's like... Nobody gives a fuck if it's on your page. They only give a fuck if it's on your personal. Yeah, which makes no sense. That's yeah, it's I, I literally stupid. have to tag my page. And it shouldn't be like that. Like, I should just be able to share this. And Why the fuck can't I reach know? anybody? It shows you the reach, and it's like 13 people, even though you have, like, I have, like, fucking 2,000 fans. Yeah, why doesn't yeah. it just automatically share to the same people that your, like, regular Facebook shares to? Yeah, yeah, you know, y'all like the babies, you know, Instagram music page and message him, you know, and let's just be honest, we know he's not in control of it, so, you know, why not fucking follow me? <laughs> You'll pay a thousand dollars for a ticket, but you won't pay ten dollars for something that's in your backyard. Yeah, and it's raw, and it's mm-hmm. fucking better than fucking mainstream shit. You know yeah, I mean? literally. But you know, everybody will eat their words soon enough. Right, we're on the come up, man. Heavy yeah. love, sheriff stick, Claire entertainment. Thank you, buddy. You were a great show tonight. Hey, it's been corn doggy dog. It's been the NHP Radio Show. Rest in peace, Lil D. We'll see you next time right here on Triple E. Peace. Peace. Later. Hello, America. It's me, the Don, the true president, the real Dwayne the Rock people's champion. And I'm here to tell you, the country is a mess. Inflation, unemployment, I'm not the president. 
These are the worst times in the history of America. Trust me, I'm a genius. With all the peril Sleepy Joe and his ragtag team of cultists say, the media is all fake. The government is lying, the media is lying, even slimy Mike Pence is lying. If there's any media that has the balls enough to tell the truth, it's the gentlemen at Entropy Radio. Luke D, Corndog, Shermstick, and the man they refer to as the Glentertainment. They are an exemplary cast of young, proud, patriotic white men that will keep showing this country that even political, angelic, godlike figures like yours truly are men who should never be idolized because any man who joins the U.S. government is a snake. No matter what race he is, and that is the American way. To all the real patriots out there, join me in saluting Entropy Entertainment Enterprises. Triple E. I don't really like that Triple E doesn't really roll off the tongue, but as far as I'm concerned, it might as well be USA. Fucking crazy, a big nigga with moves, bitches thinking I'm amazing. Yeah, I got my team with me, so don't try to play me old school on them things. Driving slow like Miss Daisy, no, fuck that, nigga, move back, step back. Boy, I'm finna start a riot, thought I told you that. Now who wanna turn up with me? The people ninja, yeah, that's me. She was just trying to link, told her I had to quarantine. Fat nigga, but I move like a musher, on the dance floor, I crush her. These niggas can't move like me, dance battle right now, rock G. I can foot work salsa, everything to the watch, so sick. And yeah, you can bring your home girl, just let down that back seat. We gon' tear this bitch up, shut this shit down. Tear this bitch up, shut this shit down. Get jiggy, whoa, whoa, not get jiggy, whoa, whoa, not get jiggy, whoa, whoa, not get jiggy, whoa, whoa. We gon' tear this bitch up, shut this shit down. Tear this bitch Shut this shit down, get jiggy, whoa, whoa, not get jiggy, whoa, whoa, not get jiggy, whoa, whoa, not get jiggy, whoa, whoa. Move back, stab back, everybody get up out my way. Boy, I'm finna cut up like a piece of birthday cake. Wake up in the morning just so I know I made it safe. Call my dogs in, then I tell them that I'm on my way. Step on the scene, I'm litty. I'm in level 10 on the floor. They keep screaming out. Heavy love, fuck it up some more. Left foot, stomp. Right foot, stomp. 
Bust them, jump back, slide left and then you hold on, hold on, hold on, do your dance, ho Get jiggy, whoa Heavy Lord, I'm the lavish in the city, ho who really say they fucking with me, killing these tracks? This shit was premeditated because I thought of it first. Please do not end up on the shirt that come with a We gon' tear this bitch up, shut this shit down. Tear this bitch up, shut this shit down. Get jiggy, whoa, whoa. Not get jiggy, whoa, whoa. Not get jiggy, whoa, whoa. Not get jiggy, whoa, whoa. We gon' tear this bitch up, shut this shit down. Tear this bitch up, shut this shit down. Get jiggy, whoa, whoa. Not get Whoa, whoa, not get jiggy, whoa, whoa, not get jiggy, whoa, whoa, whoa.